don't know. I'm I'm loving <laughs> my pumped. career right now. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Because I, 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 why I do want to want to thank you is it wasn't just that you were like, hey, this is a good idea. You like I hounded you. You hounded multiple times. Yeah, I was like, when like you went out to your Mark? text messages or calls. I would be like, oh no, here and comes. And there's no it. like benefit to me here. Yeah. I'm like, Mark, you should do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, uh, I, could, I like, couldn't. You you had already <sighs> seen the promised land. <laughs> Really try to drag this out. Here's <laughs> <laughs> of our podcast <laughs> with none other than Mark Bone. Cheers. Cheers. Filmmaker, documentarian, and more recently, YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if people don't know, uh, the backstory here is that Mark Bone played a pivotal role in my filmmaking career. I was coming onto this podcast to say the same thing about you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my first, you, I think you affected me first in that, well, I don't know about first, but you, you kind of like helped me get into the more legit freelance industry, cool. I would feel like. Cool. Right? I'm glad you saw that. Yeah, like, <laughs> That's the, what you call like it. the Energizer Bunny <laughs> shoot. Is, is the one we always talk about. Yeah, I know, where the, where the full Energizer Bunny showed up to set. No feet. <laughs> no feet. No feet. Couldn't perform because no. there was no feet. Yeah, you can't shoot him no, without the no, feet. No, no, That's no, the no. whole point. I, I, you know, he does his We're block. like, no, we'll just angle it. No, can't <laughs> perform unless I have my feet. I forget about that. But whenever I see you bring it up and I'm like, yeah, those were dark yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, <laughs> But that, we enjoyed it. I, it, it. It brings me like humbling feelings because it brings me back to pulling out that, I think it was a C300. Yep. Yeah, and not knowing how to turn it off, and having to be <laughs> like, you came over to me, uh, Mark. <laughs> how do I turn this on? <laughs> and I remember in my head, I was like, "Did I choose the right guy?" And then I was like, "No, wait, I've seen his reel. It's, it's, it's great." And then I was, I was like, "Fine, once he, I knew how well, to yeah, turn it you, on, I just, <laughs> I just didn't know where the power button." That's was. like me with GoPros. We were on set <laughs> for my new doc, and I had Zach Ramblin was with me. And I literally came over. I was like, "How do I turn how this I on?" Turn, can you turn this? And, on and he's laughing because I'm holding like full cinema package, yeah, yeah. and he's like. You know, I'm like, I literally don't know how to turn it. Is this the right thing? Because that's a record button, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's like, I feel like that that was like a, a pivotal thing. It brought me from like just doing wedding shoots mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. random little little small business videos and that kind of stuff to, oh, we're shooting yeah. with Nike. It wasn't big, big Nike, but it was it was still Nike. But, but you know, we, we leveled up, though. We both got to be on set with, like, DeMar DeRozan, yeah. all-star NBA player. Yeah, that was yeah. fun shooting that commercial. But, yeah, no, I think it was like you were opening... Uh, no, I, I perhaps gave a bridge into a part of the industry you didn't. Yeah, you, g- you gave me like an intro to the the agency. Yeah, yeah, which is very important. If Commercial you're a, side. Yeah, yeah if yeah. you're a freelancer, you got to be in with the production companies totally. and the agencies, and those are the ones that are going to get you, you money in the end. You always want to be around people who have connections to clients. Mm. Like I think people stress out. They're like, I don't have any clients. It's like, well, maybe go reach out who to an does influencer. Have yeah, some clients? yeah. It's like go reach out to an influencer. They have like tons of brands already oh, working yeah. with. Like. That was, that was what was cool. And then you also kind of like, I would sometimes come out and shoot weddings with you. Or, mm-hmm. But the big thing that you did for me is, I remember it was like actually right around, you started your YouTube channel right when, that we, when, when we did that uh, DeRozan commercial. Yeah. And uh, then you bugged me for like a year. Like, like Mark, oh, this is the thing. Yeah, the YouTube. And I could not... I could not wrap my head around the idea. I was like, but I'm a I'm a commercial director. But this is a step yeah, backwards. I was like backwards. I'm like, 
but like I'll be seen as a YouTuber. <laughs> and it's funny. It's like now, man, honestly, like, like I'm like, I'm proud to be on YouTube. Like, like it's not like, I remember even for a while when I started my YouTube channel, I was like, I'm not going to post on Instagram because that's still where the, the agencies know know yeah. me on Instagram. Mm. They don't know me on YouTube. <laughs> but it's like, I have you to think, I was just telling this recently to to someone. I was like, uh, like, man, YouTube has changed my life. Oh, yeah. Like legitimately changed my career. Uh, I thought it might squelch creativity for me that I wouldn't be working with agencies, but I feel more creative freedom right now and more uh, creative just relaxation like in the i don't know i'm i'm loving my career right now so thank you because i I, why i do want to want to thank you is it wasn't just that you were like hey this is a good idea you like i hounded you you multiple times i was like when you went out to your text messages or calls i'd be like oh no here and there's no like benefit to me here i'm like mark you should do this. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, uh, I, cu- like, I couldn't, you, you had already <laughs> seen the promised land and yeah. I was still like, I was, I was stuck in the forest, you know, I couldn't mm-hmm. see what they say, the forest through the trees. And yeah. it was like, I, uh, yeah. So no, thank you for hounding me, not letting mm-hmm. up because I'm having a blast. It's been so fun. And what's so cool is I'm doing the things I always dreamed of, which mm-hmm. was like, I just finished my first feature length film and it's, I don't know if I would have had the time or perhaps the maybe even some of the skill set had I just been stuck stuck with commercials to be able yeah. to do that. So it's been it's been so fun. Okay, so tell me about that. You're shooting legit commercial, basically high end commercials. Still, sort of. I've I've kind of actually been just focusing more on YouTube more yeah, now. So tell me about that. How does that like? How did that feel? How did you make that decision to go from high end commercials mm. to all of a sudden? YouTube videos, <laughs> which uh, for depending on the person you say it to, sounds very backwards. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, the the journey started this way: is that I I started my YouTube channel kind of like privately. So I I wanted to know first. I was like, okay, I can see the success Maddie's having, not just in terms of the enjoyment that you were having in work, but financially, it was it was very mm-hmm. viable. And the fact, too, that you were talking about creative freedom, that you didn't have giant clients. It's like you're always going to have clients. Yep. But when you work in the agency and commercial world, it's not just that you have one client, which is what, what I love about YouTube is I can just text the one person from the company. And they're yeah. like, here's the link. They're like, And they give me a thumbs up. They're like, okay, post it. I'm yeah. like, this is awesome. Go. <laughs> but when in the agency side, it's there's a creative team, there's client services, there's the president of the agency, and then it goes to the client. Yeah. It hasn't even got to the yeah. client yet. And there's 10 steps through there. And that, that just inherently is what happens. Like there was commercials I did that were $2 million budgets. When people come and spend that amount of money, it needs to be approved by lots oh, of people. Yeah. So I get it. But I started my YouTube channel privately in my, my condo at the time and just wanted to know, I was like, okay, if I'm doing these videos and no one's seeing them, Am I still enjoying this? Like, yeah. I don't want to venture down something that I don't enjoy. And after a few months, I created like three or four and re-edited them. I was like, well, I actually kind of enjoy talking mm-hmm. about, I enjoy, I know I enjoy talking, but I enjoy like processing what I'm learning. Yeah. And so then that's when I launched the channel and I wanted to make sure that uh, I, I did it for one year, like mm. 12 months. I was like, one trip around the sun. Yeah. I think anything that you're going to be invested into for the rest of your life, yeah. like relationships or work, I was like, just go once around the sun. Yeah. Hit every season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so funny because I watched how quickly you had success, success with your channel. I was like, okay, I need to be at 100,000 subscribers. <laughs> 12, months <laughs> 12 months later, I think I was at 12,000. Yeah, but, but, yeah, so like, but I was like, I didn't want to give it up. I was mm. like, I'm actually enjoying this. And it was so it was so freeing to be like, 
I'm, I'm only hit 10% of my goal, but I'm really enjoying this. And I yeah. could see that there was a future in it. And what was so fun was what you kept pushing me to do was you're like, don't give up the documentaries, but talk about like push, yeah. push hard on them, but talk about them more on your channel. And I, it, I had kept my commercial world separate from my YouTube world. But when finally I said, no, this is all the same ecosystem, it's like things started taking off and I was starting to see the creative pathway for me, which was, I'm going to create, you know, high end projects and talk about how I made them, yeah. but make them accessible. How, was there a pivotal moment that ended up being, or was it just the journey overall? Like, was there a pivotal moment where you're like, oh, I need now to- I can be a YouTuber, or was was it just like a slow burn that like? I think I think well, I mean, there's a few moments. There was one when you know when I was tallying my income between the different areas. I was like, oh, I'm making more money on YouTube than I am in commercials, and or it wasn't even necessarily because commercials still pay really well. That was the tough thing to to, mm. to detach myself from that. But the time versus results, I mm. was like, I just spent a month and a half yep. and I've had to do like 16 Zoom calls. And I was like, and, and while I was doing that, I wasn't working on YouTube. So mm-hmm. it's like not just that I made X amount of dollars on this commercial, it's that I lost X amount of dollars yeah. over on YouTube. But there Doing was a- things that you don't enjoy. Exactly. The, the, there's parts of it that you enjoy, but then there's a lot of stuff that you're forced into that totally. you don't enjoy. Totally. Doing. I think it was when I did one ad placement on YouTube and I got paid about half as much as my day rate as a director. But the, it was that moment when I literally text messaged the client. Yeah. They were like, hey, I'm on vacation. Can you just text me the link? And I did. And then they literally sent me an emoji. It was, yeah. I guess made the pivotal moment for my career was getting a thumbs up emoji. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, so you're cool? They're like, she, and she was like, yep. I was like, can I post it? She's like, yep. <laughs> like, Another like, thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think send me this. She's like, she's like, go nuts. I was like, wow. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Like, I could look at this for, like the the I don't know the bean counter would be like well you made half as much but I was like but I did about a tenth of the work yeah and you got to do it the way that you wanted exactly. to do it exactly all you all they they're just giving a thumbs up and that's what I was trying that's what I was pitching you I don't know if you remember but that's what I was pitching you is was not I knew you're already making decent money like mm-hmm. more money than neither of us are big spenders so yeah. like we don't need that much money that's not the thing. And you, if you're starting YouTube for money, fame, it's going to bomb for sure. Yeah, like, no yeah, chance. Yeah. But what I pitched you was the creative freedom that yeah. you're going to get. Yep. That like I noticed when I started doing work with you, the bigger agencies, and maybe I, I can thank you for this part also, is that like I realized as soon as I got into that world, I was like, oh no, yeah. the future of this <laughs> yeah. is not what I want. Like this is actually only getting worse. Like you would think that, oh, oh, you know, going from shooting weddings to shooting for Nike, like you'd be happy. And in some ways I was like, I remember I shot a half day and they paid me, I think it was like $3,000 for yeah. a half day. And there was, it was just like, we just want to cover it just in case. I was like, oh, this is insane. Like I'm right? getting $3,000 for a half day. I go home and I'm just like, Let's go out, yeah, like you know, yeah, like, yeah, let's go yeah. hang out, let's go have dinner. Like, yeah, I yeah, shot half day, made yeah. three thousand. But the more I got involved in that, the the more I realized that like I'd shoot something and I'd have no control over the footage yeah. as a DP. Like somebody else would color grade it, somebody else would edit it. I'm like, oh man, they root like yeah, I know they could have done yeah. that so much better. <laughs> know, and I'm I like, know. oh, like oh, the client put this garbage in there. Like, I know, oh, like I know, and and that's what I pitched you as the creative freedom to actually do the things that you want to do. And the lie is that if you follow the the formula that everybody else has always done of like starting as a PA mm-hmm. and then working mm-hmm. their way up to DP and directing, and then someday somebody's going to be like, hey, 
you want to shoot a documentary? <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. fund it. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that never happens. Never happens. That, that is literally like winning the lottery. If that did happen, yeah, that it, doesn't happen. It, you have to make it happen yourself. And I saw YouTube as the fastest way to making mm. it happen yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think, I think early on, I doubted that I had a, a voice that would would carry on YouTube, that people mm. would care about right. that. But, I, you know, you remember the first few videos, it's like people would start calling me like, oh, thank you for this. And what I realized is, I, I wasn't actually, I, I didn't even know how to use gimbals and all that. Yeah, I was yeah. like really honed in on my commercial and directing side. Yeah. But I found when the more honest you are with your experience on YouTube, oh, yeah. the more people are so grateful for it because yeah. what unfortunately happens so much in that uh, freelancer part of the industry is you're like, I don't want to share my knowledge because I need to get further than oh, it's my, my competitive advantage. Yeah, you know, like, yeah exactly. I, I want the them to hire me, not that guy. Exactly. And so when you take that mentality onto YouTube, it, it'll, it'll just suffer. It's like, you, you can share as much knowledge. Literally, I can say all my secrets as a filmmaker because what's sad too is I find is like 90% of your audience, only 10% of your audience is actually applying it. Yeah, so, <laughs> and, and even if they do apply it, they apply it differently. They do it their, like, their way. Like I can teach my color grading all day long, every yeah. day, and you won't color grade like me. No. Your color grade, you're, you see colors differently. That just the way that you work, so use true. the tools, so it'll true. still you'll still never do it so exactly true. like I do. Mm-hmm. And so that's that, when I realized, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Great example of like not sharing. I, I remember, I, I won't say names, but there was a dude who I thought was insanely talented mm-hmm. here in the Toronto area when I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, this guy's insane, like super good. And I reached out to him and I was like, hey, like it'd be cool to like grab coffee or whatever. Like uh, we're both doing films and whatever. And he literally answered with like, like um, I can like charge for mentoring hours kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like, cool, man. No worries. Yeah. And then later I just heard so many people say bad things about mm, that guy. And, yeah. and now I have no idea. I, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I haven't heard from, like I haven't seen his work. I haven't no idea what that guy's doing. Yeah, I think generosity is one of the most powerful tools in your oh, in your yeah. in your toolkit. Like it, it will come back to help you. That was one of the things I realized too on on set with you. Mm-hmm. There was a few times where there'd be like a kid who showed up like uh, late or a little hungover <laughs> dr- slash drunk still, and that guy never got a call back. Yeah, you know, like all he had to do was be a good person on oh, set, my goodness. and that mattered way more than if you were like fifty percent better at. Setting Absolutely. up the light. Absolutely. Like if you're just a, if you show up late, if you're a bad person on set, like nah, you're, you're cut. Like yeah. I, no I, chance. One of my mentors once gave me this tip that early on in my career, they said, show up on time. Yeah. Um, like be reliable as in like, if say what you're going to do. So mm-hmm. don't, don't over promise, but yeah. like, if Trustworthy. You're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And don't ask for money. <laughs> yeah. And you will make way more money than the oh, person yeah. who is coming in arrogant, over promising yeah. yeah. and constantly demanding. It's yeah. people... Like I've had people come out and volunteered on sets or, or, and just been reliable, showed up, been easy mm-hmm. to work with. And I keep get, getting them work because I'm like, yeah. I know when someone calls me to do a job, I'm like, I can't do that, but I know so-and-so. And then I'll be like, yeah, you should call them up because they've proved to me mm-hmm. that they're reliable. And I also too want to kind of almost pay them back. You yeah. know? I'm like, yeah, you know, thank you for helping. And, and then that person excels because they're getting more work and they're, they're totally like more opportunities. And next thing you know, they're way better than all the other people. Exactly. Like, There's this weird mentality right now um, where, um, and perhaps it's because the government's just given us lots of money for a while, <laughs> but people are really suspect about, you know, volunteering their time to mm. help others. And 
where I think that that can be a falsehood is if you're going to start a business, like let's say you're going to start a variety store, you know, like a convenience store, you're going to have to pay to buy chocolate bars. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to pay to buy shelves. You're going to have to pay to buy a sign. You're going to have to invest in order for people to come Mm -hmm. take your product. Yeah. For you as a freelance filmmaker or freelance creative in any way, your investment isn't just your gear, but mm. it's actually getting out, like your advertising. Yeah. When you show up on set and oh, you're reliable, yeah. easy to work with, oh, yeah. and not demanding, that is your that is your investment. And people yeah. will want to, the product yep. is you. They'll yep. want to buy the product. Yep. And so I think this idea is people will wait entitled being like, no, like I deserve, you absolutely deserve to be paid for your time. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, you're yeah. like, you're not, but- People don't know that you deserve that until you're out there, right? You're, you're getting into the debate. I feel like this gets the most heated in the in the graphic design mm. world. They're like, it like if you ever put out like on your YouTube channel, like, hey, like, want a new logo? Like, let's do a, like a competition. Yeah. People flip like the graphic. You want graphic free, yeah, <laughs> you want free. Like, I can't believe you're asking for free work. And then I, I do that exact same thing in the in like like hey let's do a like a giveaway competition like make a video on this. Nobody's freaking out like no like how could you ask for free work like like nobody's freaking freak, out like yeah, that. They 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 jump into it. It's yeah. very interesting, and I'm I'm totally like. I I I know exactly what you, there's nuance to this right yes. like like if I was you know, just shooting weddings and I wanted to get into commercial stuff and you're like, hey, I'm on this Nike show. I'm like, hey, I will come on yeah. set. Don't pay me. Yeah. Don't like, I, yeah. let me just come on there. Um, I can camera operate if you want. I can do whatever you want, like anything. And I just get my foot in there. That's worth way more than getting a <laughs> crappy day rate. Like, totally, you know, totally. I would, but then the 10th, like if you like, you know, asked me like the 10th time, like, hey, you want to come on this Nike shoot? And like, no pay. And then I'd be like, yeah. Okay. Like, give me. Can I get a little bit of pay? You know, like you know. Then, it, then it's like you know. Well, th- th- then it's like you're 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 always kind of. Uh, my, a friend of mine was always like, when you want to look at it, don't look at a client as a one-time payoff. Look at them as reoccurring income. And I think yeah. in the same way, is you always want to be thinking about the future step. You're like, is this someone like? Could I do this job? And maybe charge them a little less so that they're going to want to come back to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then I'll have real. It's better to have it's thirty thousand dollars over the course of a year than yeah. than ten thousand dollars once. And you you do it smart by like, hey, like I really want to work with you this first time. Like I'm going to give the you discount yeah, on your invoice. Give you Always discount. show the discount. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to give you a discount because I really like like what you're doing. I want to work with you. And then just but just so you know, like my normal yeah. rate is this. Yeah, and be really cool about it. Exactly. They feel good. You feel good. And then the next time, like you can still give them a discount if you want, or you can start pushing for your exactly. normal rate. Normal and rate. Like, but and, and with that, on the flip side is if you work with someone and they're like, hey, come out for free, you know, you're thinking, okay, this is potential person who will hire me. But if they're you like like we said, if you're the fifth time out there and they're not yeah. paying you, then if you're thinking about the future investment, they're not a good investment at yeah, in your yeah. time. They're 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 considerably not recognizing your worth so move on you know like you want to work with clients who know your worth but you also want to deliver something worthy yeah yeah going back to the YouTube thing I think when I was pitching you I I really I had this like realization of like the hierarchy of the traditional film industry yeah Yeah. and I think I I think most filmmakers don't even understand I think most people uh, unfortunately all of us think about ourselves first right and so we think our role is the most important role. Whether yeah. you're the DP or you're the director, you're like, I'm the most important in this, in this chain. But actually, everybody's just a pond, right? Like, yeah. it's like for all the way from the PA to the director, 
everybody's still under the agency, Absolutely. which is under the client, yeah. which is under their CEOs, which is which under is the consumer, under the, consumer. The shareholders, which is under. <laughs> yeah, which is at the whim of the consumer, yeah. what, what they think about the brand. Yeah, so, like yeah, everybody still has some like, and so when I realized that hierarchy, I was like, oh man, I don't want to be a part of this chain of like the the bigger it gets the more people there are in this hierarchy in this yeah. chain yeah and that means the less i have to say and so that's then i was like okay youtube i can do what i want yeah i can build yeah. my own brand <laughs> absolutely and now all of a sudden it's it's not one-to-one but instead of nike coming to me and like hey you want like you know or it's not even coming to me it's coming to the agency and the agency is like hey can you come camera operate or can you dp yeah. this thing now it's like Nike and me are like on the same level. We both have brands and they want a piece of my brand yep. and I want to work with them and yep. we're more, more yep. we're more leveled now. Yep. Yep. And so I have way more negotiating power totally. in terms of creativity yep. and finances, all of that stuff. And now there isn't this like, now I have, I have my own employees yep. and like, yeah, there's like a little bit of a chain of command here, but like it's totally different from having outside controllers, multiple of them who are like controlling when I get paid, how much I get paid, totally. what I get to do, what I get to have exactly. a say in, you know. I think we're in this weird time right now in creativity where you have more power having when you can bring an audience to the table mm. than necessarily the highest skill set or yeah. or and I think for me that was probably the transition in YouTube as I was like oh, I'm actually going to get more opportunities to be creative as a director mm -hmm. if I grow this YouTube community than if I just try to grind it out every day and try. And the problem is you're always trying to convince agencies to do the work you want. Yeah. And the two worst things for creativity is fear and a closed mind. Mm. And unfortunately... What is what happens when you work with agencies? And I'm not. There's amazing creative people, and I, I'm not disparaging agencies. Yeah, yeah, help yeah, yeah. me pay for my rent and get yeah, into yeah, this yeah, industry. Yeah. I, I really do love the people in them. But the it's it's a bit of a broken system in some ways right now because closed mind and fear. The fear, they're always scared of losing the client. They're yep. scared of getting fired. Yeah. People you don't want to do too risky, yeah. like the risky idea. Exactly. You're like, oh, let's play it safe. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're working with a collection of people who are hired by a company and they have a salary and yeah. they're afraid to lose that salary. Yeah. So they're scared. So already... Exactly like you said, they're they're not going to take the risk. Yeah. They're going to do the safe thing. And most of this is subconscious, not, subconscious. not like, hey, not, we are scared. Yeah, we are no. going to do the same thing. This is all subconscious. No, like, it comes out in that moment where you suggest something new, and and they and they go, ah, yeah. It's like you want to work. Sometimes I find actually working with the younger creatives is depending. You either get the older creatives who have like survived and yeah. and are awesome, or you get these young guys who are or, and, and girls who are just like. Let's let's do any. You they're know, a little yeah. naive still. They're, yeah, they yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like they still have student debt. They're like, so okay, well, I can just go keep going into debt, you know. But then the other thing is the closed mindedness is you, when you work with big agencies and big companies is everyone is in a department mm -hmm. and that department has a singular goal. Yeah. We, we need to get. Um, we need to reach this type of customer yeah. or um, well, my favorite thing is when I work with banks uh, or, or certain cell phone companies, it's like we need the color red or blue yeah. in this commercial. <laughs> so you have people who are not thinking about the overall project as yeah. you would as a director. You're yeah, constantly yeah. thinking about the overall vision. Yeah, what's they're the coming best in, video we can make? Yeah, they're coming with a single goal. They're like, no, we need to see this type of person and this type of color lighting yeah. them. And you're like, wait, what? Like, it's going to make this video worse. 
doesn't matter. Yeah. We need this color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. my, my, my department here is 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 branding, and so this isn't branded the right way. I like this uh, interview setup, but can we uh, stick a can of bubbly maybe yeah. in the foreground <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> can we? Here it is. <laughs> I know we said we don't need any direct advert, but like, can we just? Let's just put the can up. <laughs> My favorite thing is I worked for this company in Europe and blue was their color. And it became a joke on set where the only client feedback was, can we add something blue? <laughs> like, And if you look at the frame, it's like they're wearing a blue shirt. We literally had to backlight everyone blue. Like, they're in a normal setting. They'd be on a beach and it's like blue backlight. Blue light. Blue, and it's like blue beach ball. Where All does the, that blue light Yeah, come? Doesn't matter. We were joking. It was to the point that we're like, if a fire truck goes by, is it going to have to be yeah, blue? blue yeah, lights. you know, it can't be red, you yeah. know, but literally we wouldn't be able to allow to, to have Stop a fire lights are rip- blue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone has blue, blue eyes. <laughs> Starting to get a bit weird. Yeah. But it was, uh, uh, those two things is kind of, it, it was a journey last year. You're talking about different moments. But it, it also hit me with YouTube is, is peop- I would start shooting these short documentaries. Mm-hmm. And different, I would just reach out to the brands whose gear I was using on those and was like, yeah. hey, do you want to be part of this? And they're excited to be part of a completed film. Yeah. And what was so funny was it was something a good friend of mine who's a filmmaker. I posted one of those documentaries online, and and then we were talking about his film. It had gone to some festivals, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's too." You know, he's like, "We were talking about the films," and I was like, "Yeah, it's on YouTube." And I'm like, "Too bad I didn't get into any festivals." He goes, "No, Mark." He goes, "You just had fifty thousand people view your documentary." He's like, "Mine's been at a film festival. I maybe had four hundred, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa!" His film cost two hundred thousand dollars. Mine cost twenty five thousand dollars. You know, like you just and then. It, you know, I hire an editor and I go shoot it myself. And yeah. it's like, it, you know, you get a bunch of brands in that and you actually end up make, getting a budget bigger than $25,000 yeah. and you make some money. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, if I can separate my ego from my creativity, I am more free to create things that I'm more passionate about. And I was like, who cares if that film isn't getting into a festival, that short doc? It's like, mm-hmm. I got to create it. I created it over two months. It's yeah. out there. More people are viewing it, yeah. enjoying it. It's impacting their lives. Well, meanwhile, I watched... This friend worked on the film for two years and like yeah. 500 people have seen and it. And then yeah. they have to pay money to get it into film festivals. Yeah. yeah. Like hopefully get it in, like get it in front of somebody and then nobody, nobody cares. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it, I, that's, that's the reason why I hounded you is because I feel, it makes me feel bad. Yeah. It makes me feel bad seeing really talented people. There's a few people that my whole filmmaking career, like, like ever since I started, I've been looking up to mm. and multiple times I've tried to like, you know, throw a little bone and like, they just don't under, they yeah. just don't see yeah. it. And I feel bad for them that they're just stuck trying to pitch these projects that I know they have a great idea, but it never turns out exactly like they wanted because there is this other control and these other things. And they're still hoping for that lottery of somebody saying like, totally. hey, what's your dream project? Like, mm-hmm. let's do that. And it never happens. You, you've always talked about, and I appreciate it, that to be the best creative, you also have to be a bit business-minded. Oh, 100%. And, and I watched a, a, a filmmaker who I really admire, and I was interviewing them, and um, they had just won one of the, I don't want to say it because I don't want to call them yeah, out, yeah. but they had won one of the biggest film festivals in the world, mm. and they had an incredible film. And I'm talking with them, and they mentioned... Um, at the end, after we stopped recording, I was like, so what's next? What are you doing? And they explained essentially that they were going to go work at a warehouse. And I was like, oh, are you doing a documentary there? They're like, no, like I'm, I'm like, I need, I need to make some I money need now. to make some money now. And it hit me. I was like, whoa, like this, you know, the, the, the top people who I'm aspiring to, you know, without a bit of business sense, 
It's like yeah. you're. It doesn't you're, matter how good you are. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good you are. It's like you still have to pay your rent. Yeah. And I'm like, it kind of hit me. I was like, wow, there there's opportunities that 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 I'm being given right now because of YouTube that I couldn't be afforded if I just focused solely on on trying to create my next film. Yeah. Which I mean, there is a there's a certain point. Like I made made my first feature this past year, and I had to just take not. I still was able to keep my YouTube going, but I had to just put a lot of effort. There was times where I just had to go to like, you know, to finish it up in LA, just went for like a few weeks and like, yeah. I was able to shoot one or two videos, but just sent it to my editor, but yeah, yeah. really wasn't working on anything else. Like you do have to put a concerted amount of time on certain projects. The best part is that YouTube, you're, you're the boss, right? Like yeah. you can just, <laughs> yeah. there, there that, is no, like, that you know, is so there true. is passive income and then you like, yeah, it's a ton. I've never worked harder in my life than with my YouTube career. And the, the 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 opportunities just keep coming up, so it's like just just more things I could do, you know. Yeah, it's endless. But yeah, you could like I could take a month off now. I know, and I'd be fine. And then when the when you're a freelancer, you feel like I can't take a month off because then if I say no to these projects, they won't call me up the next time. Or they're saying yes to someone else. Exactly, yeah. I've been replaced with your channel. It's like, well, all right, let's start it back up. All right, like took a month off. Like, yeah. all right, we're back in it. Like, you know. I know it's it's people are frustrated with the way the industry is evolving, but wh- when things change, it always means there's typically a new set of opportunities. Great opportunities, and, and I think it, this is a, a fun, unique time. And I, I want to make sure it doesn't sound like we're disparaging um, freelancing because it's like we you and I watch no, Netflix yeah. and these films, and, and you need you need crew on those. You yeah. need you need directors, you need gaffers, and, and like and not everybody is built to run a YouTube channel. No, no. I tell no. almost everybody, I'm like, oh, you should start a YouTube channel. Nobody ever does. Like you're one of, and you were after multiple like, <laughs> sessions Literally of like, like a year convincing. and a half, and like for much prayer on my yeah. side. Like, should I do this? Yeah. yeah. Like you're one of the few. My younger brother, after yeah. much hounding, yeah. like he, he, like other than that, there's not. Wow. Like you know, out of the hundreds, probably of people that I've told, like, hey, you'd be good for a YouTube channel, and like, I, I think somebody like you who's really good at something and is is starting to get known or is known in an industry, it's almost the hardest for those people, even though they're primed and the best candidates mm-hmm. to start a YouTube channel. Absolutely. It's the hardest for Absolutely. them because of that. It feels like a step backwards. What mm. are they going to think of me? They're going to think I didn't, I wasn't, you know, good enough. I didn't that was cut the, it. That cut was the in. insecurity I had. To, I, had, I, had to, yeah. Like, yeah. I had to give up and go for a YouTuber, you know, like it's yeah. like, all of that ego stuff. You I know, know it, it. That was the fear for me. Oh, so much. I, I'm so glad to be rid of that. But I used to be so worried. I was like, "What are my friends at the agencies and these production companies going to think of me running a YouTube?" But it was like four months into running my YouTube channel. I'm glad it happened this early. I went over for dinner with a, a really incredible creative here in the city, who was like the top at the agency they're at. And uh, I sat down with them and didn't bring, I didn't want to bring up my YouTube yeah, channel. Still a little embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one of the first things he said, they were like, hey, I saw your recent video about um, making cheap camera cinematic. Like, it was so great. And I was like, you see my YouTube? You, you watch my YouTube? <laughs> and, then, and then the fact that he was like, I enjoyed it. I was like, I felt so silly in that moment that I was like, man, it hit me. I was like, what other opportunities am I stopping in my own life? Because yeah. I've made up a narrative of what other yep. people are thinking when they're Just perhaps ego. thinking the yeah, exact, exact opposite <laughs> of that. And I was like, that was, again, I'm so, I said, I'm so glad that happened like four months, in, four months into my journey because I felt much more free. I was like, okay, yeah. like I can get, I got to get rid of this and, 
this yeah. embarrassing thing because you do create an identity and you create your own story of where and how you think your career is going to go. Mm, and sure. it's probably not going to go. Well, no, I know it's not going to go that no. way. Whatever yeah. you think right now, if you're in your like mid twenties or even early thirties, your career is not going to turn out the way you think it is. No. I'm not saying it's probably going to be way better. It's going to be way better. It, it, like people have these, like my passion is to do this. And what you do don't realize is that goal, that passion is probably really small. Yeah. And you'll, Probably you won't do it exactly like you thought. It'll be like if you keep working hard and keep taking steps forward, it'll go in that direction, but it'll be different and better. And then you're like, oh, but wait, there's this thing. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. like, like I, I, I've started to um, describe it as like, like you're in the be- in the middle. Mm. And, and, and a lot of times we think that there's like one straight and narrow path, exactly. especially Christians. Yeah, think that exactly. There's like a straight yeah. and narrow path. Yeah. If you step off of it at, at all, you're you're effed. Like yeah. you're screwed. Yeah. You you missed it up. Yeah, you know, you, no chance. And it's actually more like you're in the middle and there's this ring around you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter which direction you go as long as you take steps forward. Yeah. And you it might take you might swirl around to, to get to that outside yeah. ring. Yeah. You might walk straight. You might take you know, like you could have started a YouTube channel right away. Maybe that would have gotten you there faster. But as long as you're taking steps forward, you're going to get to that ring. Totally. And then when you get to that that ring, you're like, oh, wait, there's another ring. Like there's a, there's a, <laughs> exactly. oh, what is that one? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's sick. That's so I like true. that. That's so and true. And then as long as you take steps forward, eventually you get to that place. And then lo and behold, there's another one. You're like, no way. Like yeah. it can get better than it this. Can get it can better. get crazier wow. than this. And to have that, but to have that anticipation is good. I think yeah. a lot of people are pessimistic. So they won't, they're like, I'm not going to. You know, things haven't gone well in my career, so I won't do this thing. I won't start this new brand or, yeah. or end this adventure. But I love, I love your energy because it's even inspiring me right now hearing that I'm like, yeah, there's more, there's more rings on this tree. You oh know? yeah, like, like there's more. I, I think, you know, you, you mentioned like the straight and narrow. It's like once, someone once told me that like God's will is wide, mm. where we we've always said the straight and narrow. Yeah. And the idea is that like, it you can. If, if you're, you know, walking with God, if you have your faith, it's like you can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this idea that there is only one path is, yeah, is hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. 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 I like I it's funny how my mind expands. It, like I used to think straight and narrow. Yeah. And I was like, it's more like a spider web. As long as you're going in that direction, you're good. And now I'm like circle anywhere you go. <laughs> as long as you're moving forward. Yeah. Like you'll get somewhere really totally, cool. Totally. And that's like ultimate freeing, I think, for yeah. like, especially when you're younger and you're like. Should I go to this university or this university? Oh my like, gosh. You know, like who cares? Just go if you think that university is the best way to go yep. forward in your career, totally. then go there. And if it's if it's like university or YouTube, like or learn from YouTube, like who cares? Like try out either and then like just take a step forward, start doing something, and then keep going from there, reevaluate and then just keep taking steps forward. And you'll it's be like, fine. Wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. And and the you know the lies that you're believing are going to affect you more than than yeah. the physical decisions you're making. I would say, like yeah. like you said, if you go to one university or the other, yeah. if you're believing that you're a failure, you're believing that there's not opportunities, or as you mentioned this yeah. this metaphor of rings, <laughs> then then you're not going to have opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, like it always blew my mind when I was at film school how many people spent so much time complaining about the teachers, complaining about the gear. Yeah. When I was there, I was like, this is an incredible opportunity, yeah. and like. Uh, and, the, and even when I did an internship in 3D, I remember everyone would complain, oh, we got to drive all the way to Toronto and this. And, we're, and we yeah. were getting paid for the internship and they were like, it's only like $400 a week. I was like, that's our gas. This yeah, is yeah, awesome. Yeah. And I was like, there's a, movie called Ava- there's a movie called Avatar coming out. And I, out, of, out of the five people in the internship, I was the only one who went on to work in 3D. Mm. And it 
skyrocketed me into my career. My first yeah. job out of school was with the Queen of England. That it was like <laughs> it was crazy. It was like because she came Just and we dem- yeah we demonstrated 3D. It was wild, but it always blew my mind that I was like I was like looking at my my fellow students. I was like guys like. Yeah, you know, there's an opportunity yeah, here. Take a step forwards, and like, it, just take it. And I know a lot of them didn't necessarily want to go into three D their whole career, but neither did I. Yeah. But I was like, w- why not take ride this wave? You know. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah. I'm, it brought me so much set experience, and I got to meet so many people and work on projects and have opportunities I never would otherwise. It's like. Yeah, stop. I guess stop. Like, I I find like if you're always looking at the closed doors, you miss the 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 yeah. open ones. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. And then like going back to what I was saying earlier about like people in the end just care about themselves, and so like this mm-hmm. ego of like what are they going to think of me if I make this decision? Yeah. Nobody cares. They're yeah. just worried about what what the heck yeah. is happening in their own lives. Yeah. Like in the end, yeah. like as as like rough as that sounds, I, 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 I'm not a cynic. I don't think, but like that's just how it is. In the end, people care about themselves first. It's like, I don't care if you, like, you know, like, do this or that. Totally. Like, I'm worried about, like, you know, whatever, like, is is Kai, you know, going to a good school? I got my own stuff to, you know, think about. Like, I don't, I don't care about your I know, stuff. You know? Like, I know. We really put a stress on self-importance to these small decisions. Yeah. When... Th- Probably what that person cares more about is how you're treating them. Yeah. Not whether you wore baggy pants that day or <laughs> yeah, straight. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like. But we we think, what are people going to think about me? It's yeah. like I don't know. Probably if if you're really stressed about if you're concerned that like you're not people aren't liking you around, ask yourself how have I been treating them? Yeah. Less rather than I was. I spent so much time earlier in my life, and I hope not now, but trying to impress people, thinking that would get them mm. to like me. Yeah. When what I've really learned with documentary is the more question, you know, I have to ask, I sit there oh, and ask yeah. people's questions. And if I spend an entire conversation just asking someone questions, at the end of it, they're like, you're such a good guy. And I'm like, I didn't tell you anything about yeah. me, you know? You're a great listener. Yeah, I really yeah, felt yeah. a deep connection well, Mark, with you. Mark Mark's <laughs> a great guy. And then meanwhile, I was like, and I'm glad documentary forced me to do this because I've, yeah. I've actually found so much more enjoyment to trying to talk about myself less. And because there's so, every person you meet knows something you don't. Oh yeah. And it's like, it's fun to be, even, in, I, I enjoy the challenge of like, if you meet someone who you're like, Oh, like perhaps this person is a bit self-involved, you know. I'm yeah. like, but I'm like, what is it? What is it that they've been learning? They, I, yeah. And I, my default thing is, I'm like, what have you learned this past year? Yeah, like, yeah. like, and they're like, what do you mean? Like, I was like, no, like, what life lesson? Yeah. Like, you just try to break in because I'm like, people are learning stuff all the time, and hopefully, they're. I think smart people are taking stock of yeah, what's yeah. happening in their lives. Yeah, I always like if I meet somebody new, I'm like, you know, like the, the usual, like, oh, so what do you do? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they'll say a thing, and I'm like, I have no idea what that, that thing is. Yeah. And I'm like. Tell me what is that? What yeah. is like? What do you do? Day, like every day, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. And so like I want to learn, and for them it's like no, oh, it's, oh it's, I just do this stuff, and it's like oh, I, I, I don't know anything about that. Like what, what is that? Like you know, I've never heard of this. Yeah, I've never. Yeah. I didn't know this was a it's job. So cool. And like then you learn. Yeah, asking questions is like the number one way to make friends and to be likable. Man, it's so, so easy. Like. So many of my films I've come through just it stumbled into them because I've just been talking to someone being like, I was like in Dominican and being like, you know, who's that guy over there? We were at a beach once and they, oh, he's a paramedic. I was like, oh, like, like what's he do? And then I found out that there was no 911 in Dominican. Yeah. I mean, there was other circumstances that around that brought that project on. Mm. Um, but it was, yeah, you ask questions and then I was like, yeah. wait, there's no 911 here? And they're like, and that guy's a volunteer paramedic? I was like, I yeah. want to know more about yeah. it. Yeah. So I went Tell and met me with more. him that night. You took me around their uh, volunteer paramedic place, and I was like, "I want to make a film about you," and I did. <laughs> and, and next thing you know, you're in the Dominican, with, and I'm yeah, with yeah. you. 
on the bunk bed, <laughs> sleeping with my jacket on. There's no like camera on your chest. No, yeah, 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 no, no blankets or anything like that. I'm like trying to stay warm, and then alarms go off, and then we pick up our cameras. It's like I don't know what time it is in the middle of the night, and we hop into a, a old, makeshift, like an old catering van that yeah, was made into an ambulance. That's an ambulance, and they're putting on their fire gear. Which they oh, don't really yeah. have. Oh, like, yeah, it's just I forgot like, about this. And it's, there's like a fire, and we're like, oh, what, what's going to happen? Like these kids, I look over, and it's like a, it's like a 16, 17 year old kid, it's incredible, who's going into a fire. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, what is happening? What you is know? happening? I know the irony too that uh, we were joking that next morning we're like. We're in one of the hottest countries we've ever been to, yet we're the most cold. We're yeah, there in ra- yeah, rainy season, yeah. and we're like the, the silly gringos who are like, oh, we're wearing yeah, t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you're there, you're like, I'm really cold. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to ask you that, though, Maddie, you know, because I was just talking about that. <laughs> what have you, what, in this past year, what's been something that, you know, you've really taken, like a new lesson you feel you've experienced? I think there's been this, like, journey of, like, um, as as you progress in your career, and now like I, I've I've reached success that I never thought I would mm-hmm. reach, mm-hmm. and so like there's becomes this like oh man like I, I so a lot of times I describe it as like I have this like very powerful key, and like I need to use this properly, like mm. I need to use this thing, like I can't waste it, like I have yeah. to be a good steward of this powerful key yeah. thing, yeah, and then you can go overboard with that. Mm. And like the the more you succeed, the more it's like, oh, you could do that. Oh, you could do that. Like, hey, do you want to be a part of this? And there's like so much. And then what I think what that, if you're my type of personality who wants to like go forwards and do bigger yeah. and better yeah. and just yeah. like learn and, you know, I get bored if I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. I want to be better. I want to learn something. Totally. And it leads to, you know, like, well, I've got to be more productive and I've got to be more efficient with my <laughs> time. You're three, right? Are I you? don't know what that means. Okay. So people always say these. Uh, yeah, I've never yeah, done yeah. any Tyler would know. Tyler would definitely know. Yeah, he, can, yeah, he, he would know. Yeah, I'll ask him later. <laughs> um, and um, so, yeah, you, you, you inevitably go, go into this, like, i got to become more productive. And I think that's also part of the, like, the... The culture now is like you got to be productive. Like if you're if you're just sitting busy around, busy does not like, equal y- successful. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be productive. You got to be you know, and it's really there's all these there's YouTube channels, there's books around like productivity and mm. all that. Um, and then I read this one book called um, Four Thousand Weeks. I think that's called. Um, that's the average lifespan of a human. Yeah, and yeah. Um, the, it's like a productivity type book. But yeah. the the whole point is like you will never be able to do all the things you oh want to do gosh. in life. Yeah. Like no. in, and in all areas, not just your career, but like, you know, in, in your vacation, you want to do all these things. You don't have enough time in your <laughs> retirement. There's not enough time to do all of the if, things on your bucket list. If my to-do list every day are indicative of like a life's journey, yeah. I put way much expectation <laughs> yeah, into yeah, one day, yeah. you know? And even if you got like your bucket list done, yeah. there would be 10 other things. that You like, discovered 10 more yeah, things. That, yeah. There's always going to be more. Yeah. And so that's been the the biggest realization lately is that like to actually find value in in mm. doing nothing, in oh like gosh. like I like I I, got, I was starting to get to the point where it's like okay listen to podcasts like double speed kind of thing which I still do one point five speed yeah, yeah, like it works yeah, yeah. my brain's fine with it but like mis- uh, listening to music was like waste of time like, mm. I can listen to a book I can listen yeah, to a podcast I yeah, can learn I know that yeah. I can be like yeah. I can be using this time valuably yeah, yeah. forget listening to music that's a waste of time yeah. And now I'm like, no, man, like that's like, that's the good stuff in life is like going to jump on the trampoline with my kid or like listening to music and just enjoying it. Like 
taking a breather, going surfing, or like yeah. I've started to rollerblade again, which is love like it. back from my teenage days. I love it. Going to the skate park is like amazing. Just hanging out, talking to the kids. Like I'm like the old dude there now. Like it's, it's great. great. Like great, it's not man. productive in any way, but it, it but it is. Yeah, I, that's why in, in yeah. hand quotes, I'm doing yeah. hand quotes. It's not productive. But I feel incredible after. Yeah. Way more incredible than if I spent four hours working and being productive yeah. in the in in the sense that society Absolutely. means it now. Like and so that's been a big realization. Just like trying to trying to learn, which mm. is so it's like if my young self was hearing this, you'd be like, You're an idiot. Like trying to learn to do nothing. Like what kind of a I moron know, are you? Oh like my goodness. I used to bring a pillow to film school so that I didn't have some nights that I would sleep over in the edit suite. Cause I was like, if I drive home and shower and <laughs> you know, all these human things, yeah. I was like, I'll lose an hour and a half of editing. But if I can do an hour and a half in editing, I can fit it. And it's like, you I got to stop sleeping less. I got And there is a season. Like I was, I was 21 totally. doing that. And I think that's like, but, but I'm, I'm so with you. I read this great book, the ruthless elimination of hurry yeah, at the beginning of the too. pandemic. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, really there's been a few books that I would say like, it's such a cliche to say thing to say, but it truly changed my life. Yeah, where I was like, I actually you need to be ruthless. Yeah, taking out hurry, and it's yeah. like the author John Mark Comer. He'll do things where, um, you know, a few times a week he will not drive to work, even though it's really inconvenient. Yeah, but they, he gets in his car and he gets hurrying, and yeah. it's like ruthlessly eliminating hurry in his life. Yeah, and I, I think there's like two kind of great metaphors for me that have that helped me realize this is like one, it's like when God created the earth, he took a day to rest. So it's yeah, like, yeah. if he had to rest, then I, yeah, why yeah. do I think I'm special? And I don't, uh, yeah, yeah, rest. yeah. He took a seventh day, you know, there's yeah. a Sabbath and that's just across cultures, you know, like whatever day that is, mm-hmm. even, even yeah. like take religion out of yeah, it. Yeah, even is, if you don't believe in a God yeah, or anything, yeah. that is like still valuable. And why is it in like every religion? I feel like there's you, some, some sort, of sort of Sabbath, Sabbath like right? take off a day, like totally. take a break, yo. <laughs> totally. And even the way our our body, like the way humanity was created, like if you don't even believe in a, a, a intelligent design, it's like, think about just us evolving this way, we need sleep. Yeah. We're yeah. Why is that still one third of our life yeah. is spent with our eyelids closed, laying down? It's like you will mm, literally die. You would die if you do not sleep. If you do not sleep, exactly. And so I, I used to think too. I used to do uh, triathlons, and I didn't do them very well. <laughs> but uh, I, I uh, kind of like the Benjamin Franklin quote: like if you fail to plan then plan to fail like mm. i would just go in with my training and just be like if i'm doing more i'm yeah. going to be getting better yeah, so yeah. i would like i was my, my whole thing was like got to do two things because it's a triathlon you have to do three things yeah. but if i'm going to train i need to if i'm running i need to swim that day if i'm swimming i need to bike yeah. and then i just go out and do chaos and i was like as long as i'm exhausted at the yeah, end yeah. so i go out and just bike like crazy up hills and then run really fast around the track and then the next day i'll just swim as fast i had to be beating everyone and it felt amazing for the first few weeks mm. i was like Oh, I'm, oh, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm like productive. I'm productive. I'm doing stuff. But then there, it happened three years in a row. There would, I only did triathlons for three years. There would always be like partway through the training season. Mm-hmm. It felt like a bad dream. Yeah. And that where you know in your dream you're like running through quicksand. Mm-hmm. Suddenly on my runs, it was it was actually really freaky. I even went to the doctor. I was like, something's happening. He's something, like, and, and, <laughs> something's it, it, and then he was like, I oh, know you checked my you know vitals. He's like, you're fine. But it was like I spoke to a, a trainer and he's like, you're overtraining. Mm-hmm. And I was like. 
that's not a thing. Like, like he's like, you're over. Have you heard of a thing called productivity? Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm like, you're, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you're not an entrepreneur. You're not, yeah. Yeah. You're not an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, you know, I've heard of book titles that are like 25 hours in a day. It's like, it's, like, it's good to be efficient, but it's also, I think, good to have rest. But yeah. I guess that applies to bring that back is like, I was getting slower and I was doing, and my triathlons in the end were not good. Yeah. And, what it was is I was overtraining. I was mm. I was exerting too much energy and I wasn't resting and I wasn't actually, I didn't have a great diet. Yeah. I just thought if I'm training more, I can eat whatever I want. I think the same applies to our life or yeah. same applies to our creativity. Yeah. The same, if you're not, if you're overworking, mm. if you're over, you're, you will, it's diminishing results. Yeah, you can have, like you said, a lot of results up front, but the longevity is not there and you, not will, sustainable. you will burn out, you will hate it. You, you, your career will be two years instead of 20 years, all of those things. And like, nobody wants that. Like, no. And if you actually think, nobody, nobody wants exactly. any of those things. Exactly. Like, just chill. Just like, chill. Enjoy. It's weird. Like, you know, back, back at some point, at least in culture, there's like the idea of like, if you're well off, if you're successful, you have a lot of free time. Now it's like, if, if you're, no, if you're but- successful, you're busy. Like I know you, everybody, everybody, you ask them like, how you doing? Good. Super busy. Like that's everybody. I know. Yeah. It's if the, you're not, if you don't say that, it's like you're, you're, you know, you're lazy or you're, and there's, there's always nuance to these things. Like the hard you can't really do a one size fits all because like some people are lazy. Some people do need to like, mm-hmm. Hey, you need to like start working hard. Or, yeah. And some people are working hard. They just need to work more strategically. Totally. And some people are overworking themselves. I, I feel like it, 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 there's like a, there's a journey, right? And like, I would say most people that are very successful, they, they have to really learn this, that like, mm-hmm. like when you get to that part of your career, you have to un like you have to yeah. learn what you yeah. unlearn yeah. and just yeah. do nothing like it, like that's actually valuable for your brain and in the end like what the heck is the point of life if you're just slaving away working day in day out no, yeah you. you love your job but nobody wants to do the same thing every single day day in day out all day long like no, there's so much stuff you can do in this life like experience yeah. it yeah. like yeah people like experiences activities like you know yeah, my my dad has always said to me, you know, rest before rule. Like mm. if you like, you, you're expecting to like, you know, like r- rule has so many different, you know, like yeah, yeah you yeah. rule, man. But he mean as in like to have dominion over your life, to have. Con- He's like, we think that we need to accomplish these things, yeah. and then we deserve rest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you know, you deserve rest now yeah. in order, and if you don't take it, you're not going to be. Yeah. I, I'm I'm learning. And I really enjoy it now. It's like I get up and I do go to the gym, but I've been doing two things. I've been putting my phone outside my room at night, mm-hmm. which is awesome. For sure. Yeah. And then also before I ever go to work, I take my quiet time to do my mm. reading, to do my mm. prayer, journaling. Mm. And it's like I've realized how how much it impacted me. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, I used to do my journaling at night right before bed. And it was like, it was like this thing at the end of the day. I had no energy. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, how do I actually think I can successfully produce the day, love the people around me uh, and, and be generous with my, my, my time and efforts and be strategic. If I'm not actually like, it's, it's a weird mentality, but I, now I crave it. I crave that rest at the beginning of the day, but it's like, I just woke up, but it's like my body rested, but now I need my mind and soul to rest before I can actually go attack this chaotic day. And it's, it's great because. And when you change that mind, like that mind shift happens, like 
you enjoy every part of your day way more. Yeah. Like there was a season where I would like wake up, I got kids, I like, you know, take care of like, you know, get them like what they need, you know, change diapers, feed, whatever, help with all that. And it's like, okay, I got to go to the office, go to the office, listen to the podcast, make use of that time, get to the office. Like I only work here. Like it's just like work, work, work. I got to get stuff done. And then it's like, okay, back home, podcast or whatever, audiobook, listen, make use of that time quickly go for a run or whatever workout yeah. and then back like kids and all that stuff like and it's just like one thing to the next i don't yeah. have time for anything yeah and then like now it's like i go to uh you know like back then if i went to like uh you know go grab some food and it's taking a while i'm like oh man I'm i know wasting right? time come on like <laughs> don't you know like you know you're wasting my time here now i'm like oh I'm like i'll just start talking to the like yeah and that like i'm an introvert like yeah but like yeah yep. i'll just start talking to them I'm like oh so like how's business like uh like oh yeah we started you know three years oh that's interesting like right during uh, pandemic like oh, yeah it was super and then there's and then i feel way better yeah about that whole interaction that whole thing i leave feeling great about life whereas if i was like come on like Guys, like you got to be faster next time. Like I would leave, <laughs> right? Stressed out, feeling yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. And then angry, just and inherently yeah. angry with a business that it, like is up against their own. It changed things. nothing in terms yeah. of like me getting the food fast or anything totally. like that. Everybody just leaves feeling terrible, and now. I feel bad going there the next time. They hate me. They're going to give me worse service. They're going to spit in my food. No. <laughs> the one thing I've learned is like, if you go to an airport, especially an airport. They'll spit in your food. They, no. they will spit, no. Yeah, guaranteed spit. All you need to do is be like a normal level of politeness. Like, hey, how you doing? Like, busy day today? Yeah. And like to like one of the, like, oh any gosh. clerk, any worker. And they love you. Because they they're you. used to people being so stressed out and just being like angry all the time. I know, right? Yeah, the airport is this like you know in Germany they there's this album I used to listen to when I would study that they the the Germans I love their engineering they create they got this one musician to create like the least stressful music ever and it's like this like three hour album that just has like really long like arpeggio yeah, keys perfectly and, yeah tuned. and yeah and tune it was like and they used to play it in the airport because they would like to try to calm yeah, people's nerves and so it's funny it's like i used to like study or or work to that i yeah. gotta go find that it's a great it's a great album but the result of that is like if you're just a little bit nice you always get special good yeah treatment. you you, you you've always time. said this and it's every time like I, there's, there's a like i remember a vivid like i do it all the time and it, it, every time time I get a little bit better treatment than you would usually 99% you had this in a YouTube video once probably there was one time where I, I there was like this older lady like yeah I felt bad first of all like this older lady like maybe maybe she just enjoyed her we job we feel bad for maybe, old people yeah, no, you know? <laughs> but like I, I, to me it yeah. seemed like she didn't really want to be there and she probably just had yeah. to work and I felt yeah. bad and she was really slow like yeah. really slow yeah and like everybody was like, come on, oh, like you poor know. Thing. Yeah, and then they, the person in front of me, was, yeah, they were just like they were not being cool at all, and I just felt so bad. Then it was my turn. And I was like, I was like, oh, like, hey, how you doing? Like, you know, well, busy day, day, right? Makes like, you know, day. I was just like day. making yeah. like nice small talk. By the end of it, she gave me like priority bag tags and like priority everything. I'm like. Sick, thank you. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, sure, it took a little bit longer to to have her but you got serve the, me. But, but the plane got to the location exactly. at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah okay, I got good. my bags off yeah, first yeah, before yeah. the fool before me, like, who was complaining. I know, like, I know. Yeah, like, you always get better. And that's across the board in life. Like, if you just, even the people that are just idiots, I always <laughs> say, like, there's so many idiots. But if you still try to just like like suck it up and like be nice, like yeah, the situation turns out better in the end. I just it's not worth me exerting 
energy that I would like to put into other areas in my yeah. life, like getting upset in traffic yeah. or get yeah. it's that's it's not that is not energy I would like to spend Mm. on that particular event. It's like I would like to keep that perhaps so when I get to the destination, I can exert that energy to be excited about my friends or or to like, you know, spend a couple more minutes playing with their kid or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's like, who are you spending your energy on? And Mm. if it's on randos, it's what a, yeah. No, I I think the great question I always ask people when you meet them is, uh, is not just like, um, how are you doing? Because that's like good. You know, mm-hmm. they're gonna say good, that. Good, busy. How's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you're like when you meet the store clerk, um, or you're um, just anywhere. You mm. just say like, "How's your day going?" Like asking yeah. a question that has to be articulated. Mm. And you'll hear most often people be like, "Oh, it's, it's you know, it's been busy," and then, yeah. and then it's a conversation entry. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so great. Yeah, yeah. in that way. Going back, throwing your own question at yeah, you. Okay. What is the one thing that you've learned this year? Um, oh man, there's been too, too many. Um, I think one, one aspect for me has been, I I kind of insinuated it earlier, but it's, it's if I can, I'm asking myself, um, when I'm making a decision, like how much of my ego is involved in this? Mm. And so I've found the more I've detached my ego, what, what my ego usually means is I'm concerned about what others think. Yep. And when I take away that choice, uh, I, I'm usually more free to do something I enjoy. And in the end, that brings more joy. Where yeah. when, I, when I've mostly, so I'm, I'm, all, I'm trying to always pause and be like, okay, so this like this person's asking me to do this job, and then I'm like, I want to say no. And I'm like, okay, why am I saying no? It's like, where's my mm-hmm. ego? I'm like, oh, do I not think it's like a sexy enough client? Yeah. Or and I've what it's beneath me. If it's beneath me, but the more I've done that, the more of I've effort I've been able to put into my own work and in turn it's the opportunities are are I've, I've realized are endless it's like so often the doors that are closing are because of my own fragile ego oh, yeah. you know and so and then I've also um you know there oh, I mean there's, there's just there's two <laughs> it's like we're, it's like we could do a whole podcast on, on, on what I've Things learned Mark this. has learned this yeah I <laughs> know it's been it's been great I've also just like really enjoyed kind of reshaping my mind to be um, thinking. I, it kind of hit me at, at an airport. I was in the priority line, but looking around everyone at everyone there, I was like, why, why is it that I, like, th- this is an event. I get on the plane earlier, but this in no way affects my humanity. Mm. Like in no way am I better than anyone oh, here yeah, right now. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, I was like, well, why is it that in this instant, I think like, you know, I deserve to talk to the hostess first or I deserve yeah. this. And I was like, this, don't you know who yeah, I am? Yeah, I'm yeah, priority. Yeah, I'm priority lane. Yeah, I'm zone one. <laughs> yeah. Like, get behind me, you zone two peasant. Like, and zone three over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I've been like, I think just it's been so enjoyable to just like, again, it comes back to ego. It's like, you know, yeah. I'm not better than anyone. Mm-hmm. It's like just because I've had certain opportunities or done certain things. Yeah. And then in turn, I uh, there's there's less tension there. I, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of an abstract thought because it's something I've had to experience. No, I get it. But but just being like, I am no. There's no competition. Everyone has. Uh, you know, if if we were to look at a scan of everyone in the airport, we'd all have skeletons. It's like yeah. what I'm wearing, yeah, what I'm looking. Could yeah, tell yeah. No one could say, see what's in your bank account. Skeleton, skeleton, skeleton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're all we're all yeah. human, and I think that's actually really great. It takes some of the competitive edge out, and then also yeah. too, it takes this inherent. Uh, I, I think tr- just trying to get 
still always eliminating hurry. Yeah. Oh, in, in the, hurry. Yeah, the hurry, yeah, yeah. which I think is attached to ego. Hurry yeah. is like, I need to be here in front of you because I'm more important because yeah. I have more important things to be yeah. doing. That is one, I, I, I don't, I've never heard, I don't think anybody talk about this, but the more successful, the further you go in your career, the more you have to fight this. And I think it comes like, even just from the like basics of like, you now get paid more for your time. Yep. So if I get paid, you know, let's say $300 an hour and that guy gets paid $25 an hour, like I'm more valuable than him because my time is more valuable. Like, don't you know, like $300 an hour right here. Like, get, <laughs> let me through. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, hurry it yeah. up. You're wasting $300 now. Like, and if you don't fight that, like, yeah, it starts affecting every area of your life. Like your, your close relationships, you're like, mm-hmm. no, I can't, like, you're going to clean the bathrooms because mine's, I'm $300 an yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're just a stay at home. Yeah, mom. I'm, I'm more important. Right. Yeah. Like, and like, there is no, like, I have so much respect for like, like my wife stays, stays at home and takes mm. care of the kids. And I have so much respect. Like, no, nobody's paying her yeah. to do that. Yeah. But that is a hard job with very little, like, uh, gratefulness from society nowadays. It's like, oh man, like you should get a, like a career. Like, no, like, yeah. I respect it so much. Yeah. And so like, if you're not fighting this, like I make $300 an hour, like, yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll ruin everything. All your relationships, every, like, you'll just be stressed. You'll, you'll hate your life. And what's uh, my dad's always said, like, what do you see a funeral procession, uh, followed by it's never U-Haul trucks full of items or in our case, hard drives with films. It's like, it's full of friends and family. It's like, that is really what matters in your life. And, I think I, I've, I'm so grateful to be in documentary because I get to like explore lives mm-hmm. that are my own. And you, just what you're saying there is in, in my latest film, it was the one dad. I know you got to see it. His name's Jim. Mm-hmm. Cares f- for a wife f- for 20, 25 years now. She's had more than that, 30 years. She's had MS. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's in a wheelchair, yeah. uh, not that mobile, mm-hmm. and has two sons on the autism spectrum. One yeah. of them's nonverbal. And I love documentary because to me, Jim is a hero. Yeah. Like I came into their life and yeah. I was like, whoa, yeah. you, I felt so small because mm-hmm. I was like, you just spent, you had quit your job and give it your dreams as a musician. Yeah. And now you've dedicated every life, every day of your life. And mm-hmm. he does it with a great attitude, full, yeah. full of generosity. And I was like, I don't care, you know, about ex famous person. Like, yeah. like to me, Jim is a hero. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so I want to fu- hang out with Jim more. And it's like, I want with my career, with what I'm creating, I want to be celebrating those people because it's like, who cares about Spider Man? He's not a real person, but we spend we <laughs> yeah. spend the most amount of money, and it's like not to disparage. Tell me about your life, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's not like, actually a good person. He's fake, and yeah. it's like I'm so. Ex- I want to be celebrating. Like to me, Jim is a way more interesting hero. Mm. And like all of the all, I, I I need to mention all of the families in that film because they're yeah. all incredible, yeah. and they've all poured into their children's lives. And they've, in turn, their children are thriving right now, even despite, you know, some of the the hurdles they've had to overcome being on the autism spectrum. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of like reshaping my brain. It's like, you know, there's people have aspired to want to be like, mm-hmm. or um, I keep hitting this mic That's here. Okay. It's, it's, okay. it's my first day. <laughs> um, it's uh, There's people I keep aspiring to be like, or, or you see successful people, see mm-hmm. athletes, but I'm like, I don't I Like once, yeah. once you've met some celebrities, some of them are amazing. And then some yeah. of them you're like, you're, you know, like I think Jim is has is way more 
altruistic values yeah, than you, yeah. you know, is a way more yeah. fascinating and kind person. So success comes in many, many, totally. many kinds. We're going to be measured not, way different at the end of our lives <laughs> yeah. than we expect. But success for you. Great job on the documentary. Thank you. Appreciate Super it. Super good. Thank you for saw, coming out. Yeah, I saw it on that. That was the premiere premiere, right? That, that was, was, that was the like first the, screening. Yeah. yeah, that was like the first, like we'd done some private for the family to show them yeah, beforehand, yeah. but that was the first time in public yeah. and That's seeing it on awesome. big screen. Thanks, can, where, can people watch it right now? Um, where, what's what's going to well, happen if, with when, that? If, I think we only got a few more minutes before our cameras cut out. So. 10 minutes. I, I love I love that. That's the, with podcast. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it, we're, we're rushed against back. You know, you can plug them into the wall too. It's oh, a, is that, is yeah, that yeah, the thing now? No, um, yeah. <laughs> they uh, the if this podcast is coming on when like soon? Mm, a couple of weeks, probably. Okay, week it two, might if two be, weeks, if, uh, if if it's uh, I think before like July seventh. If you're in New Zealand, you oh, can okay. um, you can stream Doing it. Oh, it, stream it. it. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, at a film festival there that's okay. an online they're a big one of the bigger documentary festivals in that part of the world called Doc Edge really cool people mm-hmm. um, and then I can't say too much right now we're doing the festival All circuit right, secret, secret. secrets but we'll hopefully we'll be doing some screenings in Europe uh, we'll be some in the US Is, what's the goal? so we want to we want to take it through the festival circuit yeah. um, because it's rare to have a documentary that isn't um, that, that's evergreen that isn't you know a lot of documentaries yeah, yeah. about a political event or yeah, about yeah. An, uh, a thing that's happening in society right yeah, now yeah. but our film you know autism has been around here for yeah. for, for, for so long and it's going to only be increasing the, mm. the numbers you know 30 years ago it was one in 10,000 yep. now it's one in 66 it's mm. insane um, but so in that sense we get time to kind of you know, it's my first feature film. We want to take it through the festival circuit and it in turn will help us when we go. We're working with some distributors right now. We mm-hmm. haven't inked the deal, so I can't say their names. Yeah, yeah. But we're, I, what I can say is we will be taking the film to, you know, the, 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 the biggest streaming platforms, you know. And we, what my, my goal is to make sure, because some people have been like, let's take it to broadcasters. I, there's money, there's great money going to a yeah. broadcaster, but. I want to, this film, I created it to help families who are raising kids on the spectrum yeah. and for people like you and I who are yeah, neurotypical yeah. Oh, to, yeah. to, to, to venture in. It's so in. great to see this perspective. Yeah, I love it. right? I, I enjoyed venturing into that. I was yeah. like, I've, this is a lived experience I'm unfamiliar with. So all that to say, I want to make sure the film is very accessible in the streaming mm. platform it lands on. Yeah. And there is a tangible thing. When you make a feature documentary, it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. So yeah. you do need to make a bit of the money back. So going to a streaming platform for a period of time, and I want to go to one that like people can access easily, yeah. whether it's like an Amazon or whatever. Yeah. Um, we'll see where we go. So if any of them are watching, <laughs> you can send me an email. I'll <laughs> yeah. show, send you the trailer or talk to my distributor. But uh, I'm curious, does, yeah. has uh, the YouTube social media played at any role in like selling the the documentary whether it's to like getting it into festivals and or it's still and, it, that part of the still, world is yeah, still a bit still, draconian i mean the I, what was cool though was being at hot docs film festival more and more uh, um people would be like oh this is mark and he has a, a documentary community with him and yeah, so yeah. i don't know if that's why they they chose i mean i like mm-hmm. to think they chose the film based on the merit yeah but what's been cool is you know it's just screening it in montreal and like a bunch of people came up and they're like, when we saw your film was screening here, like we yeah, love yeah, your yeah. channel. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. it was so cool to come out. Yeah. And what's really validating for me is I'm like, it's probably still some of the ego. I'm like, you see, I'm actually a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not just. Oh, I, I don't have the YouTube, but like, 
yeah, look at that. Yeah, like, yeah, like I yeah. made a, a but, legit film. <laughs> <laughs> but what's so fun is I get to take the behind the scenes onto YouTube, like yeah. like we've spoken about, and you, you've been great encouraging me doing that, and I ha- find so much joy mm. in getting. But yeah, I can't wait to. Yeah, YouTube is. I would say here's what how YouTube helped. In the background, I can sit down at my desk for two hours and shoot a YouTube video, send it to my editor. And that, you know, generates income in the background. And then I could take mm-hmm. a year of my life yeah. <laughs> to go make a feature film, yeah. you know? And that was, if I, if commercials were my only economy in my own life, I couldn't have done that. Oh yeah. I could not, I would no. be, I would be yeah. like razor thin, you know, yeah. you know? And so, uh, yeah, YouTube has absolutely had a huge impact yeah. on this. And that's what yeah. I was kind of saying at the beginning. I'm like, it's created more creative opportunities. It's so cool. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, that's I know. what I've been I know it's true, but it it is so fun to have met you uh, for the first time shooting a video that I was shooting for free. You came yeah. up for free in some random school that yeah. like like tiny little school in yeah. the middle of the country. If people saw yeah. those beginnings. Yeah, yeah. Like, to oh. now you're you're executive producing a feature, yeah. and I just released one. It's yeah. it's been so fun to realizing that like the the opportunities are probably yeah, yeah. stopping at with the, the lies you're believing in. The lies yep. are that, oh, I can't do this because I'm not this type of person or yeah. I, you know, I, I, I never thought I would be, I never wanted to be in front of a camera. I've always wanted to be yeah, the person yeah, behind yeah, the camera yeah. in the background, behind the scenes. Never thought I would want to executive produce a yeah. feature. That wasn't even a thing for like none of these things, starting company, n- none of this stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Here you are. Yeah, not loving it. That usually means you're in the right place because you're 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 doing it for the right reasons. You're doing yeah. it because you're realizing you're passionate about it. Yeah, it, that that's the thing. It's just literally, I, I, you you see the spark in people when they find that thing and they'll just do it day in day out. That was for me filmmaking. And then, like I said, the passions that that was the first. And then like then there's now there's other ones that like oh I really like starting comp like. I want to start a company. I want to help people. I want to do this thing, clothing company. Like I yeah. like. There's all these other things. Like, oh, I can have this passion too. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, this is yeah. incredible. Like, yeah. I can use. Yeah. This. Why would I just say I only have yeah. to stick in this lane? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I have. I still love my filmmaking passion also, but I can also use it and do totally. other ones too. Like, yeah. Uh, congrats on all the success. Thank you. Killing it. Thank you. Glad Appreciate you it. finally. Full on went into YouTube. Oh, me too. Me too. Thank you again. Thank you. I, I, I mean that from from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for pushing uh, send me. Send send a check for uh, yeah, the. For the yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, right. yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks for coming on the podcast. You have to come back. Uh, would, tell us more would, about all the. Would we didn't even to. get into all the projects that you're working on. I know. So, I didn't tell you. Have to go we'll, check we'll, it. We'll it's we'll all get, my YouTube channel. Yeah. Check out Mark's channel, and uh, we'll have you back on the podcast. Soon. Thanks, brother. All right. Sweet.